Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, hey, y'all. We're so glad you're hanging out with us again. It's always fun to Yeehaw. have you <laughs> You said a little y'all, so y'all. I thought I'd give you a little yeehaw. It's fun to know you're listening on the Woo-hoo. other side. So thanks for those of you that are um, sending us like feedback and sharing this with your friends or just posting about it because it helps us to know like there are people on the other side of this microphone. So um, we're always happy when we get to hang out. And really, we we count this an honor that you take time like to make us a part of your day, like to take yeah. the time to stop by here and hear what what we have to share. And so. we work to create uh, content that is going to be you know beneficial to you, Applicable. so that you can grow yeah. in your walk with God, in your leadership, in your life, in your family. And maybe you get to yeah. have a little uh, laughter as well, just at our expense along the way. No, it's fun for us. So, so today we're going to talk about seven ways to strengthen your spirit, soul, and body, and. This is massively, I mean, every week seems like it's massively important, but this one is so important because so many folks, you know, are, are very weak. In one of those in areas. one of those areas, or maybe or in multiple yeah. areas there. So I've, I've known people that are just super duper strong physically, yeah, but their spirit man yeah. is, or in their Anorexic, soul. Anorexic, yeah, you know, is like, goodness. come on. No, yeah. So through the years, I've discovered that God has urged me to take better care of myself. Really through scriptures like in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health. So let me just stop right there and say that God wants you to enjoy good health. Sure, yeah. So that's talking about your physical body. And that every, that all, all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so God wants us to... He wants to pro- us to prosper. And so sometimes it, it has taken me a long time to listen to his promptings. And I can say that from God's, uh, that from experience, that God's ways work. And his word is completely filled with all kinds of guidelines for good health spiritually, in your, in your mind, in your body. Mm-hmm, in your emotions. And anybody and that your... follows these, these, mm-hmm. these promptings from the Lord, these guidelines, you're going to see amazing results. In fact, uh, you and I, Tatum, we're going to share today, we've got a plan that we're going to share some life lessons, uh, things that we've learned in our own personal journey. And as you're hearing these, I would love for you as a listener to apply some of these. So out of these seven ways, there's going to be some practical things that you're going to do to invest in your health, in your life, in your spirit, in your soul. So here's the first one. Uh, Prioritize what's important in your life. So <laughs> we're smiling at this because like, holy moly, there's always so many things that need to get done. And and sometimes we can feel like every one of them should be priority. They're all so important. But we have to be intentional and actually give priority priority to the things that really do have to get done each day. Um, you know, a question that we ask in our staff all the time, what are the things that you're doing that somebody else can do? Yeah. 
And that's a great question. I think as an employee, it's a great question. And maybe even just like in your family dynamic, that's a great question. Are there things that you're doing that are just wearing you down and you can ask like your child to take on that responsibility and to start like teaching them? I was telling our staff earlier today that, you know, when we built our first building here, that I wore a badge of honor when I would tell other pastors, man, I am doing everything. I'm doing the graphics. I'm writing the messages. I'm teaching the staff. I'm hiring the staff. I'm dealing with budget. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I was creating the worship guides and sending out emails and ran, running social media, doing the, the citywide mailers, you know. All the things. Everything. And I would tell, and they're looking at me going, you're doing what? And I'd be like, yeah, look at how tough I am. Look at how, the reality is, Truth was, is that look at how stupid I was, how idiotic to wear such pride thinking, look at everything I'm doing. Yeah. That's not a sign of, of a great leader. That's not a sign of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a sign of stupidity. <laughs> We've well, got to prioritize I mean, what's important. To, yeah, There's uh, many things in my life that I didn't need to do? necessarily be doing. Yeah. What can other people do? And then don't be afraid to delegate. Like, Trust and trust some of those things to other people who are very capable. Very capable. Even can do it way better than me. Amen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just felt like a fun time to say. But if we, oh gosh, if we want to be prepared for all that God has for us, then we've got to take off of our plates the things that don't need to be there, so that yeah. we can fulfill the, yeah. the most important things that God has Amen. for us. Amen. We have to say no. So for me nowadays. I am much more intentional with my time. So I'll take 10 to 15 minutes every day and I'll plan and prioritize. And I'll do this in the mornings about what I'm going to do, what am I going to accomplish. And by doing that, I can be very focused. For that day, like what needs to be done that day. I also have longer term plans. Yeah, yeah. But I prioritize what's important. I've also learned, and I think you and I have, and we're learning in this right now. This has been a tough season to do this next to do this, but uh, to ske- schedule time for rest and recreation. But we see a light at the end of the tunnel because we've been in the middle of this building process, and it's just been all-consuming. Yeah, but even has. with that, we've worked to make sure that we always honor we the work Sabbath, not to work. Truly, actually, would you agree with me that? In this entire time, there's only been maybe one or two Sabbaths that we've not done. During your, you're talking about our building campaign during this, yeah. d- during this campaign, yeah. maybe one, maybe in two. like a year and a half. Or and when something. I say a Sabbath, I mean we don't work. Like totally not working. Yeah, we do, but we do. Yeah, we we f- we fight to ha- like we have to be intentional not to do that because otherwise it's so it is very easy to fall back into like work work mode. So yeah, we prioritize that. Rest is so important. And just like doing things other than <laughs> work matters, makes such a difference. Um, so we got to <clears throat> prioritize what's important to you. So, you know, your kids would need to be important. Your walk with God is important. Lay out the things that are important in your life. In fact, I would give you this exercise. Talk with your spouse. Talk with, you know, that significant other. And write down what you feel like are important in your life. And then also write down what are things that you're doing that are not important, that are stealing away from you your potential. I think that we've got to be very focused 
because we are living in a world of constant distraction, constant distraction. You know, one of the things that I did uh, years ago is that I made it where my emails don't just automatically refresh every minute. Because hmm. I don't need the constant every single piece of junk mail or... You mean uh, like the alert or something on your phone or your... Yeah, my phone. And, I don't even know this. Yeah. So it doesn't just constantly barrage me with all kinds of yeah, different things. Yeah, like ping with a noise that comes so through. So I can prioritize, hey, I'm focused on... And when I need to c connect with it and see what's coming in through an email, yeah, then I will determine that. Here's the second thing. Get all the rest <clears throat> that you need. So if you want to strengthen your spirit, soul, and body, you got to do it. And we just talked about this for a, uh, just a little bit ago, but mm -hmm. let's really dig into this one. Well, resting well is so much more than like... How much sleep do you think you need a night? I need... Let me think. One 12. Time. Stop. Stop. I used to could sleep a really long time back in those teenage years, but I'm very far from being a teenager. I would say... I could get like seven hours of sleep a night. I could get eight, but I don't really. But I need like minimum six. Yes. Seven's better for me. Yeah. Seven's better. Yeah. I mean, I almost feel like rest is like spiritual, <laughs> like truly. Because I think the way, one of the ways that the enemy really can kind of be rampant, like run rampant in our lives is by if he can't get us to slow down, then he just pushes and our lives go faster, the schedule go faster, the day get faster. And by not resting, it just feels like everything feels overwhelming. Um, so yes, it's like physical and can have an impact on physically how we feel. Mm -hmm. But I think it has a spiritual impact when we don't rest. We're, it's like hard to hear God because we're not giving time to you are so create right. space so you say you said him. a statement there that I, I say it like this, that if the devil can't get in front of you and stop you, mm -hmm. he gets behind you and pushes you so fast mm -hmm. that he wears you yeah. out. Yeah, and I've noticed that, like, of course, like, I'll be the first one to say in my, in my own life and in our lives as a couple, there are seasons where we have, like, the pace has been too fast and we've had to be, like, repentant about it and we've had to, like, realign our our schedules and our lives and just say, I can't, like, I can't. It's not healthy. We can't do it. And um, and recognize that it's not only about our physical bodies, but it's very much about our soul and our spirit slowing down enough to to hear the voice of God and to, you know, make time for that, make space for that, have margin. Um so we can. You know, a lot of people that I meet, they feel guilty for resting. Like I'm not doing yeah. enough and I need to I do something else. I think that's American else. culture. I feel like other cultures are so good at like closing up their stores from like one to four o'clock and we're on, I don't know, you want to say it's siesta, but I, Europeans do that. Like they take holiday and they have like so many weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. I just think Americans maybe, I don't know, because I don't know enough about the rest of the world and every culture, but we definitely don't do great at resting You know, when you're tired... When you're tired, that's when it's easier to get angry. It's harder for you to pray. At least it is for me, you know? And rather than skimping on sleep, I'd encourage you to treat your body to the naps and sleep mm -hmm. and rest that you need. You know, I remember Amen. we used to make fun, I used to make fun of my parents that, you know, 
it, it's like 10 o'clock at in my parents' house and they're in bed, they're sleeping. And I'm like, man, it's like a library in our house. It's so quiet. And <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Our kids probably think that. Or yeah, our kids to, definitely yeah. think. And then all of a sudden I stepped into the world of being a pastor and all the pressure and everything and that just comes with being it. Like, and yeah. life and you're getting a little bit older and and hey everybody, it's okay. Rest. Take take a get, I'll take get a, a nap, nap right now. <laughs> everybody, God bless you. I hope we'll it's be been back. a great day. <laughs> We're going to go lay down. <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. Okay, number three. All right. Laugh often and do more of what you love, 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 love. Uh, so when we someone, love to laugh. When someone asks you what you love to, uh, what you do for fun. Yeah. Is that a hard question? I feel like for a lot of people, that's most a hard people, question like, to answer because they're like, I don't fun? know what I do uh, for fun. I just work all the time. I just go from one activity to the next activity. And the then next I'm tired. Activity, I come home. And I sleep. Anyway. Which you need to. But yeah, so many people don't know how to answer that question. Mm -hmm. What do you do for fun? Hey, for some of you, your resolution for this year of 2022 is find out what you love to do for fun. Yeah, like get back to who you really are and discover that. Um, like, what do you enjoy? What gives you peace? What what feels like relaxing? What what um, what makes you want to laugh? What gets your mind, yeah, away from the workspace and into just like I want to be creative. I want to. So here's mine. Here's some. Here's some of mine. Tell us. Uh, I like to watch a really good movie. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, they I, are hard to find, though. I might say we yeah. have we look sometimes forever and like can't find anything that feels like it's worth watching. So I like watching when it's a, good. A, a great movie. You really enjoy it. Uh, number two, I love spending time with my kids. Number three, I love to eat good. Uh, number four, I, I like to go. Do you shop, really want to say this? Shopping with Tatum. Come on. For pillows. Just tell the truth. <laughs> just tell the truth. Is that really no, on your I list? Like going, of like... I like going with you. I like seeing your eyes light up and I like seeing you just kind of, I like being with you when we get to go out together and go look at different things and it's fun. Even if we're shopping and even if I buy pillows? Not if we buy pillows. Come on. <laughs> Y'all. Truth be told, she told me just this last weekend. Hey, honey, <laughs> what did you tell me? Tell them, tell tell them what you told me. Y'all, tell them. What you say? Looking. <laughs> you said you just. I'm need... looking for two brown pillows. <laughs> I'm searching and scouring the internet. It's the story of my life. For two brown ones. <laughs> Not like velvety brown, but I know what I'm looking for, and I gotta find them. <laughs> and I just told Chris. So we went to all kinds of stores looking for pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I just have like 30 seconds to give a quick explanation on my pillow obsession, let me just break it down for you. I can redesign a room, and I can just rearrange it and not buy new furniture, and it feels brand new. Those pillows cost as much as furniture. If I have new pillows. So, this is what you do. You buy a basic color couch or a plain basic comforter, and then you just change out the pillows seasonally, and everything feels fresh. <laughs> All right. Our topic today is seven ways to strengthen your spirit, soul, and body. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you like to go shopping with me and that you need to do things no, more I, that you love. But the thing is that I like going to do things with you, okay? I like, and I know that I like you that like too. to shop, so I like to go with you on that. Okay. But then like, I put down mountain biking, hanging out with good friends, especially people that make me laugh. Yeah. You know, uh, I like sometimes to play, you know, like a video game just to un unwind. I encourage you to take some time to think over what brings you laughter and joy. joy fun. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Number four. 
exercise and be active. So nobody like loves to hear this, but we're not going to beat you over the head with it. We're just going to talk about the importance of it and how this is good for your spirit, your soul, and your body. Find some way to be active. Yes, some just way. move. If it's playing pickleball, it's pickleball. If it's walking, walking. <laughs> if it's whatever badminton or working out at the gym or whatever it needs to be. Hit the volleyball, hit, we don't know, shoot basketball in the driveway, like something. Because motion um, is lotion. Yeah. We have been saying that because we heard, yeah. Yeah, it's important. We heard listen, the statement, it matters. Listen, when I first started working out, I got so sore. I almost got, I was so sore that I actually uh, felt like I was going to throw up. And you don't it have to do that. No. But I'm just saying that when you start something like that, you you don't necessarily want to start working out or getting healthy because you, it just, it's uncomfortable. It hurts. You don't, I don't ever go, you know what? I would like to go do this. But I've got habits now and habits create my des- my desires. They create my goals. So you don't mm-hmm. create goals, you create habits. Habits create your goals. So, but it's gotten to the place now that I actually enjoy feeling some of the pain. <laughs> Because I know what it's doing in yeah. me. I know what it's creating in me. Uh, so if you want to form a habit of regular exercise, don't talk all the time about how hard it is. Think about the results. That's what I yeah. do all the time. You got to think about the yeah. results that are going to happen if you're persistent. And it's not going to change overnight. It's going to take time. And most people give up too early on. When uh, for, yeah. for years in the gym, every January, the first week and second week of January, it's packed. I'm like, who are all these people? Yeah. It's and true. by the second week of January, it's back to the by normal February, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think the key in in something like being active or exercising, doing something, is that you just start like you don't don't set such high goals for yourself that it's so difficult where you feel like you're gonna vomit every day because then you don't want to come back and do that again. Like if you set attainable goals and start small, and maybe it means like walking to the end of your street, and then the next day you walk to the end of the second street, like then you can, there's a win in that. It counts for something. Doing Everything counts. Something so just do it. Doing better than doing nothing. Yes. Do something. And yeah. what you're going to discover is this. Some, some right now are tired mm-hmm. because you're not physically where you need to be. Yeah. Your and body is just weak because it's not been stretched and used and moved in ways that you were meant. We, none of us as human beings. We were not meant to sit behind computers. Exactly. In a chair for eight hours a day. Bent over a phone, you know, working but, on a computer. Yeah, but and that's, that's our what life. so many of us have to do. So the importance of moving even more. Come on, everybody. Boot Camp Limburg. Let's do this. <laughs> do something. Okay. Uh, again, doing something is better than nothing, even if you yes. don't have a lot of time. You can still spend 15 minutes every yeah. day. You need to be doing that something. That matters. It makes a difference. For real. Number five, eat foods that energize you. Okay. Let's break it down and make this simple. Because what Chris and I are not saying is that everybody needs to become like master chef. And um, No, we're talking about healthy eating. And this is the best way that I, I could phrase it. Um, eat foods that come from God. Period. Yeah. Or as close as close as possible to the way that God made them. And if you do that, you can't go wrong. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, stay away from um, foods that are uh, like in a box. 
in a box or man-made as much as you can like we're not saying we're not about being rigid here and complicating things to a certain degree but honestly like we have to fuel ourselves to give our body the energy for the demand like that we have the tasks that we have to do the life that we have to live the you know like if we're not doing that we can't expect the output that we have to really be energized, to really have the strength, to really have the endurance? Are we going to be able to keep living this life, feeling this way, moving this way, eating this way, and still in 25 years do what we have to do, in 50 years do what we have to do? Yeah, so try to find foods that were... uh, That God made. That God made, or as close to the way that God made them. So for me and Tatum, uh, we try to eat foods that are high protein and low carb. Uh, Number two, we we try to, to meal prep. And, and we don't always do this, y'all. At number, this very moment, number three, I, Chris. Uh, yeah. At this very moment, I'm smelling glazed donuts through uh. the door, the hallway of the door we're sitting at. I just walked in the room and was like, the whole church smells like glazed donuts, and all I want to do is go eat them. I haven't, and I might, but I haven't. Anyway, just saying, like, it's not. You don't ever not have something that you like, but it's just about coming back to. What are we fueling ourselves with with 90% of the time? <laughs> <laughs> the other 10% is chocolate. Yes, absolutely for no, that. No, but how about how about eating uh, vegetables? <clears throat> or how about taking a healthy snack with you? Yes. We do that. We take we take a healthy snack. And then we try to have a cheat day once a week. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You got to also have fun and we enjoy life. Yeah. We're never not going to have sweets and chocolate for me. Or bread for Chris, but you know I most love your bread time. pudding when you make that. Really? Yeah, uh, that you know what you do. And I, I love haven't. your bread pudding and your pumpkin pie, but it's mm. got to come out of the oven. It's got to be super hot, mm. and then some Cool Whip on top of that. Yeah, you do like that. Ooh, make you want to slap your mama. Don't be slapping. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm hungry. Let's move hey, on. Listen, regardless of what you do, ask God to help you make the right choices when it comes to the foods that you eat. And he's going to show you how to make good choices for your for your body. In fact, in our church, uh, we've got the the Lamond nutritionists, and they have an incredible practice that will uh, come alongside you and help you to figure out what kinds of foods you need to eat, so as to help you. Yeah, and actually, foods have a greater impact not just on our body, but also like on our on our minds, on our emotions. There's a lot of that that's related to what we're eating, what we're putting in that can I make you feel. I talk to so many people through 21 days of prayer and fasting. They're like, you know what? After I've eaten like this for 21 days, I feel better. Yeah. I'm thinking clearer. Things taste differently. I sleep better. It's true. I, it's true. We have to pay attention. Number six. Drink the water that your body needs, okay? We are talking, y'all, about strengthening your spirit, your soul, and your body. And truth be told... We need water. <laughs> <laughs> we- <laughs> you may wait, wait, wait. That this is such a powerful point in this I'm podcast. I mean, this is probably the most powerful point we've ever made. You need water. Hold on. Yes, we need water, and we are so like culturally like overload with sugary drinks, sugary drinks, sugary drinks, and like and caffeine. And I'm guilty, y'all. I love a caf- a coffee, but you love I don't a sweet tea. I- uh, not so much anymore. I did love that mm-hmm. for years, but I gave it up and now I don't want it. It's too sweet for me. But I do love like sweet 
things. It's a minor Just adjustment saying. in your life that'll make a it, major difference. It does difference. make a, a big difference. I'm going to say it again. It's a minor adjustment that'll make a major yeah. difference if you just start drinking a whole lot more most water. Most of us, most people live in like a state of dehydration and you you're, you th- sometimes, so I'm just clarifying and I'm not a doctor here, but sometimes you think that you're hungry and you're actually like super dehydrated. You need like go drink like three bottles of water and you're not hungry. Your body just needs like water. So all of that I'm saying like with discretion, but we need water. Come on. Okay. You know, with this thing with your back, it was interesting that the doctor told you that because you've had an issue yeah. with your back and he I said, hey, one injury. of the things that'll help repair your back. Like, yeah. Well, that hydrates the disc because I yeah. had a back injury and lost like the fluid in between disc and my I forgot what disc it was. Is mm-hmm. so many six, seven years ago. But honestly, I feel a difference. And this is what my doctor, who treats things a little more like homeopathic, but also chiropractic, you have to stay hydrated enough because your the fluid in your disc fills up, like stays more hydrated when you give your body more water. Like it's going to help with your pain tolerance, and it does. It does. Especially when you eat asparagus. What? When you drink water and eat asparagus. You remember what? What are you going with this conversation? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you that there is just something about asparagus. It does something to your to your pee when you when you eat asparagus. What? <laughs> Have you never? You know that. <laughs> you just got to be careful of of asparagus and drinking too much water. Oh my goodness, y'all! Remember, we had a friend of ours that he called his doctor. <laughs> He, he called his doctor. This is a true story. Yeah, he's, he, he had had a whole story. meal that night with a bunch of asparagus. So he had to this use the restroom. This was a grown man who didn't know. <laughs> he, he used the restroom that night. and The next day. And he's like, wow, is what is that smell? So he called the doctor up. He's like, I think there's something wrong with me. My urine is horrific. It's rank. <laughs> the doctor asked him, he said, well, did you have asparagus? And he said... <laughs> It? He said, "Yeah, I actually had some for dinner last night." He's like, mm, "There's nothing wrong. Nothing with you, wrong man. with you. You, you're good." Anyways, Y'all, I don't forgive know. us. We digress. <laughs> this is life with Chris and Tatum. Okay. <laughs> some of you didn't even know that that was the case because you haven't eaten vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because literally this last week I made asparagus for dinner one night, and um, Nash was there, and then we had a friend. His friend was visiting, yep. and. Neither one of these boys, y'all, my son is 19 years old and his friend is 18. Neither one of them have ever tasted asparagus. They never had eaten it. And I was like, well. It's not because you haven't cooked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, of course, we cook it. But Nash is, he's just such a picky eater as a child. Was just like vomited on everything (laughs) I made him try and made him eat. Anyway, all that to say, they ate it for the very first time. They never had tasted asparagus. I'm yeah. like, where have you been? Anyway, okay, let's okay. move. Let's move, move along. Asparagus. Boy, this has been a great job. Listen, come back next week. Okay, we're yeah. gonna move past asparagus. N- num- number seven, have a plan, but don't get upset if your plan gets interrupted. Hmm. Okay, that, that's this a great is... way to strengthen your spirit, soul, and body. Proverbs 69 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord yeah. establishes their steps. Amen. Yeah. So I am all for having a plan. But quite honestly, there are very few days that my plan works out exactly the way that I've wanted. And I've got to come to the grips with the fact that that's okay. Yeah. 
I think we have to live in that space and it's hard. Like, can we just like raise our hands and be honest here for a second and say, this is sometimes super hard to do. I feel like for me, this was like, there's even more challenges when you're a mom with young kids (laughs) because nothing actually goes according to plan and you plan your whole day around your children or your babies or, you know, like their schedule, you have to live with a schedule. And in some ways, like always the plan feels like it blows up in front of you. And if we can just learn, and I'm not, it's like hard, I'm not saying it's easy, but if we can just learn to like uh, trust in the Lord establishing some our plans and be okay with it, like, okay, I thought I was going to get to get out of the house at this time, or at least like sometime today, but everything has gone haywire and we're potty training or we're like spilled this mess or this, like everything seems to happen when you have kids Mm -hmm. that you don't expect. You don't have control over all of that. And um, being get, getting to a place where you're like, you know what? It's not what I thought was going to happen. I'm going to make the best of it. If you want to hear from God, if you want to be used by him, we have to give him room to interrupt our plans. Yeah. And if we do that, he's going to use us throughout the day. We, we've got to let God's voice become clearer in our lives. And I've said it before that if you want to hear the Lord's voice, you have to turn down the world's volume. And when you begin to hear him, even though you have your plans and you step out and do what he's asked you to do, that's when life gets exciting. Yeah. And it's often found like in the interruptions, like truly. Yeah. When something get, when you get interrupted, you need to be almost asking <clears throat> the question, all right, yeah. God, what are you wanting yeah. to do? Well, where is this leading? Where are you taking me here? Or what do you want? How do you want to use me in this situation? Because I didn't plan for it. Here it is. Let's be ready. Like head on swivel, as Chris usually says. Listen, God cares about everything that concerns you. Ask him to help uh, you plan your next steps towards your healthy living. And a few simple changes in your daily routine can help you to begin to feel great and to accomplish great things f- mm-hmm, for God. Mm-hmm. And we, we just want you to know that we believe in you. We believe the best in you. We know that your best days are yet ahead. And it's an honor every single week to be able to speak into your life. And so we hope you guys have a great day today. It's been a great podcast. It's been fun, y'all. God bless y'all. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.